to Barren Not Broken. My name is Bonnie Ruth, and I'm so excited that you've joined us today. I get to have a chat with my two BFFs, Lauren and Mel. We all are sitting here with our coffee, and we're ready to just talk real life and have a conversation that we hope helps you. So, Lauren and Mel, will you introduce yourselves real quick? My name is Lauren Gonzalez, and Bonnie Ruth and I have been friends since I was a little girl. I first met her. Um, because she would rally all the kids up in our complex growing up and teach us Bible lessons and Bible songs. And uh, <laughs> it was great. And uh, fast forward years later, I was engaged. She was already married to her husband, Jason, and we reconnected. Our husbands clicked, and that just ignited a friendship um, as grown adults um, about 10 years ago. Yeah. So, yeah. It's been a while. Bonnie Ruth and Jason are definitely some of our nearest and dearest friends and uh, have just walked through so much of life together. Yeah, for sure. And my name is Melanie Ewing. I met Bonnie Ruth about six years ago. Um, we met in church. We were both working at the same church at the time and um, we were both working in the same department. And uh, I had the pleasure of getting to know her through that. Um, I was. 1920 when I met her, <laughs> very different place, um, and I attribute a lot of my just growth to Bonnie Ruth. I'm so grateful yeah. for her, Thanks, and um, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun working at the church together. We yeah. did uh, production crew stuff, yep, um, and that was really great. And now, um, scroll forward six years, mm -hmm. and I've been married to my husband since then, yep. and gotten to know her better uh, across the years. It's been great. Yeah, it's been a fun journey. Mm -hmm. So I'm really honored to have you guys here today because not only are you my closest friends, but I think you also have championed like this opportunity with Bearing Not Broken mm -hmm. um, outside of Jason and my family like more than anyone. And I'm just honored to have you come and just chat real life. And I think mm -hmm. The goal of today is genuinely just to help people navigate uh -huh. friendship uh -huh. um, because the reality is infertility can be such an isolating thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I want people to be able to understand that no matter what seasons of life other people are in, um, it doesn't mean that your life has to stop. Mm. It doesn't mean mm. that you have to feel jealous. You don't have to be barren in friendship just because you are physically barren. Mm. Yeah. That's good. And so I just want us to talk about how we navigate our friendship. We're all in very different places. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So Lauren, just so you all know, has three little boys, and oh. they're so cute and so fun. <laughs> they are. Um, and her and Johnny are incredible parents, some uh -huh. of the best. And then Mel and Trey, like, you're getting ready to go on an adventure of a lifetime. So tell us a little bit about where you're headed like, yeah. in two days. In two days. <laughs> Yes, I'm here, caffeinated up, ready yeah, to go, because, yeah. you know, <laughs> things are a little crazy. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, so my husband and I are mid-20-something. We don't have any kids, um, yeah. and we are both, uh, you know, new in the workforce, starting our careers. So yeah. We're in IT field, so yeah. we have an opportunity with um, our employer to go to Sweden awesome. for Woo! six months. Yes, so that's the season we're in, so we're just uh, kind of navigating what that looks like and how to balance you yeah. know, new careers yeah. and our, you know, six-year-old marriage together. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, you know, Jason and I have been married for almost 19 years and two months. We obviously do not have children. Um, we're very involved in our church, which all, actually all three of us are very involved yes, in our church. Yep, yes. That's a huge, like, value and component of all three of our lives. Yes. Which I think is one of the things that probably threads us together. Uh -huh. 
um, even though we don't go to the same churches, um, I think what's cool is we have that value deep inside of us, yes, which yes. really is our faith. Uh-huh. Um, so that, I think, is the first thing that threads us together. Uh-huh. But I think also the other part is you guys are incredibly gifted, strong women. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Lauren, you own your own salon. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mel is extremely gifted in the field. Don't let her downplay um, what she letter. does. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let her. You need something done, yeah, she can she do can it. Do it. <laughs> so, I mean, Mel's <laughs> owned her own business. Her uh-huh. and Trey are incredibly gifted in every aspect. And so, really, I just want to talk today about, okay, how has it been? You have me, your friend, mm-hmm. who is almost 19 years into an infertility journey. Mm-hmm. Um, Lauren, you have kids. Let's start with you. Like, we've been friends for 10 years. Yeah. Um, and we've had to navigate that, really. Like, mm-hmm. And there have been moments where we've had, like, very raw conversations about the fact that, you know, we're, we're never going to miss a kid's birthday unless we're out of town. Right, right. We're never going to miss special <laughs> moments. You know, we send funny videos to the boys. Mm-hmm. Like, we love your boys. Yes. Um, we're Uncle Jace and Auntie, Auntie BR. BR. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's what they call us. Yep. And honestly, like, I think one of the most valuable things about you as a friend has been you have never once allowed this to be a divide between mm. us. Mm. And mm-hmm. so I want to talk a little bit about how have we navigated, you know, we get the invitation in the mail for the birthday party, we show up. Everyone mm-hmm. has kids but Jaysai, mm-hmm. which we do not mind. Like, right. you know, all the listeners, you're going to learn very quickly that, like, Jace and I are never, ever going to allow our story and our journey mm-hmm. to keep us from loving people. Mm-hmm. And so with that said, though, there have been times where I've stayed 30 minutes at the party because mm-hmm. that's about all I could handle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, then there's times where you're there setting up right. and you're there for the whole party and right. you're helping me clean up exactly. and then we're eating dinner together. Yeah, so. Exactly. We're hanging out after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and Mel, you and I have sat in your living room, mm-hmm. you know, in a moment in time, I'll never forget you were at your apartment. Um, I don't remember which one that was, but there's been a lot of them. Yeah. There's been a lot of them. <laughs> um, I would say like we sat on your living room floor and it was a really bad moment in time for me. Mm -hmm. Like I genuinely felt like I physically wasn't doing well and emotionally wasn't doing well. And here I am talking to this 20 year old young woman (laughs) who doesn't have, it doesn't even want to think about having kids. And yet at the same time, we navigated a very raw conversation Mm -hmm. about how the longing in my heart. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I want to take those two things and kind of break them down. Mm -hmm. So we'll start with Lauren. Um, We were at uh, a Mexican food restaurant. I don't even remember what it was called. We were sitting outside. Uh I don't know if you remember this. Uh I sure do. And we're like talking. This was like two years ago, Uh so not even that long ago. Uh Um, So we're pretty far in our friendship. And I was just honest with you. And I was like, honestly, sometimes it's so hard to show up to the parties. Uh And I said, not because I don't love your boys, not because I don't love you, but it's hard because I'm never going to get to have the moment with you of Mm -hmm. our kids celebrating each other. And so I was just like, I I just need to say it out loud. And Mm -hmm. I felt like we had a foundation in our relationship where I can say that. And I could be showing up to that moment in time and say, like, that's just so hard for me. And it's a point of grief, Uh you know, um, 
I've gotten to be at either at the birth or at your house. Uh-huh. Um, and you guys coming home from your births with uh-huh. babies, right? Uh-huh. Yep. And I love those moments. Yes. But you never get to have that moment with me. Right. And so those are just raw conversations uh-huh. that we've had. So I want to hear from you, like, what you felt when I brought that to the table. Well, first and foremost, I love relationships where we dwell in the deep. Yeah, and so same. I know, and that's why that's why you and I are such great friends. Yeah, exactly. Um, time has built so much trust between us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so having a conversation like that yeah. over Mexican food where yeah. you're expressing a genuine struggle, a genuine concern, a genuine sadness, a longing of your heart yeah. is something that when those conversations happen, despite them being sometimes difficult to navigate, yeah. I see those moments as this is us taking one step deeper yeah. into closer relationship. Yeah, right. And this is another opportunity where I get to see into where you're at and where your heart is at. And yeah. ultimately that's what I want in a friendship yeah. is I want to see you yeah. and seeing you is not going to always feel pretty right. or look right. pretty or be, you know, perfectly cut out to where it just makes perfect sense. It's yeah, going to take right. some navigating. Yeah, sure. And so I value that so deeply. And I think that's something that, um, in anything that you're walking through in life, but Agreed. specifically as we're talking about yeah. walking through infertility and having to witness your friends yeah. having kids yeah. or on the side of it being a friend who is having kids and yeah. knowing that my friend has not been able to yeah. have any, yeah. it is having the honest conversations yeah. that allows us to be knit together yeah. in the middle of the struggle yeah. versus letting our differences divide us. Yes. And I think that is something that we fight hard for. Yeah, um, I think as humans, it's very easy for us to get siloed off into areas that fit where we are. Yeah. So I'm 33 and I have a husband and I have three kids yeah. and my husband's on pastoral staff. So yeah. I want all my friends yeah. to look very much like that. Mm. Yeah. And right. I have found that when I'm around people who don't fit my stage of life or yeah. my season, those are typically the friendships and relationships yeah. that challenge me the most, yeah, they grow that, that grow me right. in yeah. ways. And quite frankly, some of the best parenting um, cautions um, parenting words of wisdom mm-hmm. have been from you and Jason. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take someone who's been a parent yeah. to be able to see truth and say, yeah. Hey, Lauren and Johnny, have you thought about this yeah. mm-hmm. when it comes to your kids? And so I just so think, let's, let's pause there. Go for ahead. A second. Go ahead. We're going we're gonna <laughs> to come back do to it. the other question yeah. because I think that that's one thing that is sometimes the hardest mm. is Wisdom is not defined by your season. It's not defined yes, by what you've ma'am. experienced. Uh-huh. It's it's also not defined by what you know or what you don't know. Wisdom is something that happens and is discovered, yes, through your life experience. Right. However, I believe that if you're seeing and you're, let me say it this way, if you're in someone's life uh-huh. and you can see things that they can't see, yes then you're gaining wisdom on their behalf. And if if we are not open to one another speaking into our lives, no mm-hmm. matter what the topic is, yes. then to me, that's on that person. Like If I'm not open to you speaking into my life in an area that you may not actually have a ton of experience mm-hmm. in, but you see something that I don't see, right. then right. that's on me and I'm missing out in my Absolutely. life. And one thing that we have so appreciated about you and Johnny, and there's other friends in our life as well, 
that have invited us in that process, yep. whether we've had kids or not. Right. Because honestly, parenting... You being parents doesn't define right. whether or not you have wisdom yes. when it comes to how I should engage my own children. Well, because here's the deal. It's not about your children. It's about you. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> like, so the reality so is... True. You, it's so true. It, I mean, if we always made it about the fact that we don't have kids then I'm not speaking into your life. Granted, if I'm speaking into your life and it is wisdom and it is truth and it's foundational in God's word, Mm -hmm. then that's just going to benefit your children. The wisdom of God transcends any season. Yes. And it also, to me, um, opens up the door for something to be unlocked when you allow another voice in. Because we are all human and Mm -hmm. we are going to miss the mark and we aren't going to always see. Oh, yes. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, if we don't have, let me say it this way. If you can speak into my infertility story, then I should be able to speak into your, your parenting. Absolutely. Because the reality is neither one of you know anything about infertility or walking that journey. However, both of you have spoken incredible truth into my life Yes. and you have sharpened me in my Uh own story, in my own Uh journey. And the reality is I would be way less yep. strong yep. and capable and mm. and I would not be able to face what I have faced if I wouldn't have at times listened to you. Yep. And yet yes. you've never experienced what I'm experiencing. Right. And so for me, I think it's so funny how as humans we can like silo what people can speak into our lives and why. Mm-hmm. So if I was to say, hey, you have never dealt with this, so you should not be speaking into my journey. Mm-hmm. Then I am truly missing out because you see right. parts of my story that I can't see because I'm living it. Yes. Right. And that's yes. vice versa. It's just like with Mel. I've never done the jobs that Mel's done. Right. If I didn't care about you as much as I do, I would never come to you and say, hey, Mel, like, in your position as a strong, Mm -hmm. capable woman, have you thought about approaching something this way? Like, we've both had those conversations, Mm -hmm. and that's nothing to do with infertility or parenting, but I still am speaking into your life because I know what it's like to be a strong, capable woman. Mm -hmm. Uh Yeah, absolutely. And so I guess I just... I'm pointing out both scenarios because to me it should not matter what the topic is. Totally. If you have solid people in your life and they are founded in truth, they should be able to speak into your life, period. Yes. Absolutely. Period. Yes. Um, The biggest trap I think you can ever get into is isolating yourself from people having the freedom to speak into your life. Not not just anybody, right? Exactly. There has to be, you have to earn that and there has to be a a relationship of trust Mm -hmm. and you know, usually that there's longevity attached to that. So it's not just everybody, but siloing yourself, like you said, that because you're not filling the blank, you can't speak in here. Exactly. Yeah. No. Because this whole podcast is about barren, not broken, right? Right. Right. All three of us are sitting at this table and we all have barren places in our lives. Yes, Mm -hmm. ma'am. And if we did not let each other go into those tender, barren places, Mm -hmm. we are going to stay broken. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we're going to be broken Mm -hmm. career women, broken parents and broken woman sitting over here, you know, trying to do a dang podcast. Like, (laughs) like this is, this is real life. And I think that topic to me is something that I'm super passionate about because I just feel like if someone's earned the spot in, in your yeah. life, yeah. they've done the hard work, you've done the hard work, Yes. then there should be a voice in every aspect. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I'm glad you brought that up because it's honestly not, wasn't something on my mind for today, mm. but I genuinely feel like it is a huge component of our friendship. 
Totally. All three of us. Yeah. And it can free some people up yes. because if you just link up with every woman in your life as someone who's also struggling with infertility, yes. do you realize how narrow your perspective yes. yeah. Yeah. is yes. on life and, yeah. and hope yeah. and what could be or yeah. areas that you're not seeing correctly? Like yeah. getting yourself around yeah. other people who are in different yeah. phases of their journey or have a different story altogether yes. is one of the most beneficial things you can do. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Okay, let's navigate quick back to the conversation. Mm. The Mexican food restaurant, mm. we're talking, I've laid this out on the mm. table, and like, which your response was super gracious, but like, honestly, what did that feel like for mm. me to come to the table and say that to mm. you? I think I felt several things simultaneously. Number one, I felt such sorrow that mm. that was the case. Yeah. I felt sorrow from the perspective of I... As your friend, I want so badly for you to be able to have this longing and dream of your heart to be fulfilled. I want to see this area that has been barren. I want to see a baby fill that area for you. Mm -hmm. I want to see that dream fulfilled. Um, As a friend, I want to be able to walk with you being parents together. I would love to get to be in in that part of the journey together. Um, so like there's a sorrow that I feel that I just, I hate that it is the way that it is yeah. and I hate the the sorrow that's attached to it. Yeah. Um, on the other side, what I also felt was just such gratitude that we are having the, that kind of a conversation yeah. and that, um, despite my sorrow, I was instantly reminded that my, my love for you and my friendship with you has nothing to do mm. With whether or not yeah. you ever have a baby exactly. or not. It yep. has nothing to do with anything except yeah. for the fact that I love you. Yeah. And yeah. I'm committed to you as my friend. Yeah. And so, yeah, does it feel like an obstacle? Yeah. Sure. But the moment you kind of verbalize it, you realize, hey, wait a second. Actually, yeah. it's not an obstacle. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's the truth that happens, right? right? Is when you verbalize your fear and yeah. your pain it loses its power. That's right. Mm. That's right. It's true. Because then you quickly yeah. realize, yeah, yeah, let's mourn this together. Let's yeah. mourn yeah. where you're at and let's mourn where you're feeling this like longing not fulfilled and yeah. I, let's mourn this. But this has no power over our friendship. Exactly. This is not going to divide our friendship. This is not because our friendship isn't based yeah. Yeah. on whether yeah. a baby comes into yeah. the equation or exactly. not. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. I think for me, one thing that that moment did was it allowed me the space and freedom to also not have guilt on top of mm. the feelings mm. because then I could have the conversation one time. And if, if I say, Hey, we're going to head out. Like, I don't actually have to explain that to you. Yep. Like I don't have to say anything past that. And there's a, like you just said, it loses its power yep. when you are no longer isolated in your yeah. own thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Right. Yep. And so in that, um, you know, I don't leave feeling guilty anymore. Mm-hmm. I leave knowing that I've hit my capacity and yep. my own emotional IQ to be able to be mm-hmm. in that moment. Yep. And then, like you said, there's other times where I'm there from start to finish. And, and for the record, like I, my oldest is six and a half. I think maybe I can think of one time, <laughs> yeah. maybe twice, where you're like, I just kind of need to go. Like, that's, let's just be clear. Yeah. That's not really that's your not natural, your... like, MO. Right. No, it's all. not. It's not. At it's all, not. at all. No. I think sometimes, you know, in yeah. the journey, like, going through this yeah, it's yes. a journey of grief exactly. right and so right. grief will present mm-hmm. different faces and yeah. and emotions that come with it so yeah. i think that has affected exactly. it but yeah <laughs> it's not like this is very common yeah it's not a common occurrence <laughs> at all no. at all um 
So Mel, let's talk about, I don't, do you remember the moment that I'm talking about? We were with um, our friend Donica. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. And, you know, I, I mean, first of all, Donica's single, you're newly married. Yep. And neither one of you obviously have children. Yep. Um, but the the depth of our friendship, and like I said earlier, we had we had done the hard work to be where we were yes. in our friendship. Yes. So in that moment, like I'm sharing such vulnerability, right? Yeah. yeah. And not the most positive in the moment either. <laughs> um, and there's lots of tears, and yeah. Yeah. you guys definitely rallied rallied around me. But yeah, that was probably a huge pivotal moment. I feel like in our friendship. Yeah. Of. Sure of rawness and, um, going to a place that was very exposing for both of us. Yes. I say both of us because I feel like if someone's going to engage another person that's in a state like that, Mm -hmm. it's exposing for them too. Yes. So talk to Uh me a little bit about that. Right. Yeah. That's so true. That's real. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It It, it was very exposing to me because I truly didn't know what to say, do or react. Mm. And I am not capable of putting a poker face on. I am not capable of <laughs> putting... any of us are. No. This room is not filled no. right no. now with three women that can hide what they're I, thinking. I just didn't know what to do, but I just remember feeling so heartbroken mm. for you. Mm. Because I already, at this point, we had, like you said, done the hard work to get to know each other, but yet our relationship was still so new. Yeah. And so hearing those words coming out of your mouth mm. was just completely shocking to my system yeah and I was so broken broken by that for you yeah and um coming from a place where I don't have children and I'm not really in a season where I'm thinking about having yeah. children feels very different maybe than mm. Lauren's story yeah, exactly. sure it has its own set of yep. things and feelings that I've had to work through and consider and being close friendship with yep. you exactly um and it looks different and I think for me the biggest thing is that's not something that I have now, but it's something that I look forward to yeah. as an opportunity for myself and yeah. a place that I have hope and I want to grow yeah. in. And I'm just expectant for that time in my life. Yeah. And I know Good. that's where I feel like I'm headed, but it's very easy in friendship and being with you to feel guilt, mm. to feel guilt about even wanting to say anything to yeah. you about like how no, I'm excited real. about yeah. this coming you know yeah. ahead of me because that's my plan and I haven't yeah. even entered that journey yeah. and there's a very real possibility that I enter yeah. into that place my husband and I are ready to have kids and yeah. we have issues and yeah. we have roadblocks but right now I'm in a place where yeah. I'm so green and I'm young yeah. and I just have this whole life ahead of me and I'm that's thinking great. about these things yeah but then I'm thinking I Bonnie Ruth, get pregnant right yeah. <laughs> we have right. sex one time right we're ready <laughs> <laughs> right right and um that's, that's, and that's real. I, that just, is real. <laughs> I just couldn't help but think like I know she felt like this too and I know she oh, felt good, no. like oh, yeah. I I just I couldn't say anything because I was like oh. I I don't even want to say that out loud because yeah. I bet that was a really hard thing for you to to, to go through yeah. um so you Dang, know Mel you got the tears going <laughs> <laughs> so it's from yeah. from this place of it's navigating real. of you know okay so I'm just not going to say anything. And my, my temptation, and I feel that maybe at this point, knowing you for six years, we're past this. Yeah. But at first, it's like, okay, I'm just going to be quiet. I'm not going to even yeah. express excitement or any thought about this yeah. because I just don't even know what she's thinking yeah. or how that would affect yeah. her. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, yeah. it was real. It was yeah. real. But I was so grateful that yeah. even despite me being in a season where I couldn't possibly understand that, mm. you were vulnerable and you yeah. went there with us. And yeah. that provided for me such a a depth of meaning to our relationship that I just 
had never experienced before. Yeah. And you sat there with her yeah, and, exactly. in her sorrow and in her pain. Exactly. And really at the end of the day, yeah. when we are hurting and we're grieving and we're longing, mm-hmm. we don't need someone to give us an explanation no. for why our pain is there yeah. right. or for why our yeah. longing hasn't be, been fulfilled. Yeah. What we need is someone to sit with us. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And be yeah. willing to yeah. just be there. Yeah. Yep. And that's yeah. exactly what you yep. did. Exactly. You didn't have the answers and she didn't need the answers no. because right. we yeah. don't have the answers. Right. Right. Exactly. right? right. And yeah. so like, I just applaud you for that. Exactly. For just being willing to just be with her in that and not try to fill yeah. the, the space. The awkward gaps. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, that yeah, this yeah. awkward gap of like yeah. when someone is hurting, you yeah. want to make it better. And right. in our attempt to make it better. Yeah. We start verbally vomiting. Yes. yes. And we yes. say things uh-huh. that yes. to the hurting heart. Yes. You're like, please stop talking yes. because you're making it worse. Yes. Right. And so yeah. you just sat there I with her and there. was with her. Yeah. And really that's so much. Yeah. That's really what we need so yeah. many of the times. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think, I mean, Mel, you just dropped like a lot of truth bombs in that yeah, one moment of um, you genuinely may have felt like you leaned back. But that's not how it felt to me. Mm. And so maybe that's how you felt in your panic of like, oh my God. What do I do? do? (laughs) Like Bonnie Ruth just dropped this bomb in front of me. Um, You're right. You're right. But you didn't actually. Like your presence was leaned in. Yeah. And you, I'll never forget, like you put your arm on my Mm. knee. I had like my legs crossed. And you said, I'm so sorry. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all I could say. And that's all you mm-hmm. could say. Mm-hmm. Friend, that's literally mm-hmm. all you could say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here's what I appreciate about you, Mel, is, and this is going to be real, and we've actually probably not even really navigated this piece. Let's go. Um, let's so do let's it. do it. <laughs> Podcast, get ready. Um, you know, one thing that I always sometimes feel guilty about is the fact that I don't want to cause you fear. Like, I don't want my journey to rob you of what you just described. That hope, that joy, that excitement. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want my journey to ever Mm -hmm. deter you from embracing that and discovering that and being in that. Mm -hmm. Because the reality is, like, you deserve that. Mm -hmm. And I don't want my story and how you've linked arms with me. I never want to taint it for you. And I think, honestly, that's one of my... um, biggest fears is my friendships that don't have kids yet Mm. and they're in that phase of like maybe talking about it or Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. I never want to be the person that taints that for them Mm -hmm. I mean granted I'm gonna talk some truth like there's some there's some wisdom that I've learned like because Jason and I we have been pregnant Mm -hmm. we've miscarried three Mm -hmm. times Mm -hmm. and so with that like there's some wisdom that came Mm -hmm. you know but I And I believe there are times where I have probably not done it well. Um, But my greatest fear is that I would taint that for you. And I hope you Mm -hmm. never lose the hope. Because here's the thing. We serve a God of hope. Yes, that's true. And hope deferred makes the heart sick. Yes. And so I don't want my moments of hopelessness Mm -hmm. to taint your moment of hope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And the reality is you should have full hope right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like that's a very real thing that sometimes mm-hmm. is not brought up mm-hmm. um, is that your your nervousness to bring up the hope mm-hmm. and my nervousness mm-hmm. to taint the hope. Mm-hmm. That in itself, again, is a moment that could be very isolating in our friendship. Yeah. But yeah. I feel yeah. like um, we can get past that. It's yeah. just sitting here having it just like we just did. Yeah. 
And it's beautiful that you say that because I'm thinking through this right now. We're having that two-way conversation Uh that we've only had in our heads. Right. That we haven't been able to verbalize. That I think would be really healing for people in the situation. I agree. Because the very thing I didn't know how to react or didn't know how to do, you were not upset by. Yeah. And the very thing that you're afraid that I'm going to be upset by, I've never thought that once about you. I've never had that thought that you would taint any kind of my journey. But we get so trapped in our guilt and our shame and these circumstances. Yeah. that I just think that how I reacted was just terrible. And you were like, actually, I see you leaning in. And yeah. you're thinking like, oh my gosh, well, I'm just going to ruin our journey. I'm like, yeah. well, I never even thought about that. <laughs> so I think yeah. it's it's helpful. Like saying yeah. this out loud is yeah. so good because yeah. sometimes we just get so trapped in assuming what yeah. the other person's going to think, say, or feel. Yeah. When really the truth is I never thought that. I yeah. never thought you could, you could never yeah. taint my I journey. And yeah. I'm so grateful for you for your friendship and yeah. what we have. And it, yeah. it, just like Lauren said, what we have is so much deeper yes. than whether you're bringing a child in or not. Yeah, it has exactly. To do with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think one thing that's beautiful about what's coming out right now is like, this is this is real, real stuff. The real, real. <laughs> the, this is the real, real. <laughs> um, I think where I kind of want to go from here is just navigating the fact that. Um, you guys have had to speak some truth into my life in moments when um, maybe I was down, I wasn't allowing hope to rule in my heart, um, or maybe I was even, well, let's take, let's take a current situation. Let's take a current situation. Mm. So Jace and I are in the middle of trying to find a doctor. Mm. Um, we're having to navigate very hard um, decisions in my health journey. Yep. And in that, it has felt very paralyzing to me, very um, overwhelming. And there's a lot of steps to it. There's a lot of practical steps. I got a spreadsheet going on of what doctors and their reviews and like calling them. And what was it like talking to their receptionist? Because I'm about to make a major decision in my life and I want to know that I feel comfortable with it. And so I was sharing with you guys the other day, like we often will text each other like encouragement or challenges. Uh And I had shared that I was feeling like the space between Jason and I, Mm -hmm. which is not a feeling that I've really had often. Like I would say that's probably the second time I've ever felt that in our married life. Um, And I was just like, man, I feel like there's some space there or like it's just not, I want it to be fresh. And then I went on to some other things. And then like the last thing was like, I'm feeling paralyzed and I don't, I don't want to call a doctor's office. Like Uh I'm just feeling like, how am I going to decide all these things? Right. Uh Right. And what's the first thing that you guys both said back to me? It has been such an honor and a blast to have Melanie and Lauren with me today. We hope you'll join us on the next episode of Baron Not Broken.